Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. I suck, you score, I suck at Call of Duty. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce. And Patrick Kay. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. So yeah, we had some very uh, interesting details on the Oculus Rift uh, recently. Uh, First we got the uh, release date, uh, which they're saying is going to be the first quarter of 2016. And we also had the recommended specs unveiled, which I found kind of fortunate, <laughs> as in I have them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except the one thing I don't have, and I'm sorry to kick this off with such a boring thing, but do you think USB yep. free is going to be an yep. issue? Yep, without absolutely. That's a real one bummer. Of one, that is that's a I'd, real bottleneck if yeah. you haven't got it. It has to transfer so data need to very quickly to a place, and if you're using the old-fashioned two, you're a bit stuffed. But it'll still work. You just you won't get the best experience, certainly. <clears throat> like so we are, we are limited with how much resolution we can actually push uh, through HDMI as well. Uh, like the current HDMI, you you wouldn't be able to run 4K in stereo at 90. Uh, 90 uh, hertz like you, you won't be able to do that with the current HDMI um, so I'm going to need a new motherboard uh, you can't you get you can get USB 3 cards that you can plug into your motherboard yeah you can yeah yeah oh can you you can get mm. them with four USB oh, so 3 slots or two or th- uh, Amazon Amazon have them if you look if you look up USB oh, 3 yeah, cards oh yeah I'm sure I and that'll just work with like on a normal PCI. If you've got slots uh, in slot or whatever, the 970 is smaller than other. It's got a smaller footprint than like the 760 and the 680 and stuff, hasn't it? So, I think. Mm. Yeah. It, it's not as massive yeah. as previous yeah, it's, iterations. It's not a huge no. card, no. Oh, well, that's would, great. Then. I would say so, of these these specs though. They're, they're not. Not. I would say of these specs, they they don't necessarily apply to the very top end stuff. Uh, in, no, by that, I, think, I mean I th- not the the elites and your your star citizens and stuff like that. Um, as a, as a general rule of thumb for the majority of apps, yeah, definitely, definitely, the, the, this is already the case that the, the you know a system like that's going to do. You. But um, unless unless this whole um, unless the whole DirectX twelve thing is is it really is as impressive. It's Please like God. If, if you're gonna if you yeah, I really really hope it <laughs> yeah. is, but. 
your your real high end stuff like Star Citizen, I think you're still going to need a bit of a beefier system than the one that they've they've stated. Or just you know, turn shit to, down. to get the most out of it, or just turn stuff down. Yeah. Well, at the moment, it'll be turning everything down because Star Citizen does not run well in, in VR whatsoever, no. unfortunately. So, so sorry. Before we continue any further, can we just like reel this off? Um, basically, the for the full Rift experience, Oculus recommend the following. Uh, an NVIDIA GTX 970 or AMD 290 equivalent or greater, an Intel i5 4590 equivalent or greater, 8 gigabytes of RAM, combat a compatible HDMI 1.3 video output. I assume that's on that card, isn't it? Uh, it's on the 970, I think. Yeah, I don't know anything about the. Two yeah, I would assume so. Uh, two times USB three ports and Windows 7 Service Pack one or newer. Which you know that's 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 kind of in line with like the kind of recommended specs that a lot of games, like a lot of modern AAA games, are putting out now. So you know, I I wasn't too surprised. That's I I can't imagine they've been, you know, they kind of want to be in that wheelhouse. You know, if someone's going to be, in most people that are interested in this are the people that are <laughs> going to be trying to you know run those sort of games. I would imagine and. Uh, so they'd be foolish to say otherwise. So, like you say, the, like the real story they... here, the real the real reason why this this announcement is important, um, and it is important, is because developers need it. Developers need to know when the Rift is coming out, and they need to know what sort of systems they're targeting. Because if they don't, they don't know who they're writing for. And when yeah. it's something as high end as VR. It, the specs are massively important, right. absolutely hugely so, important. Um, this so they've basically said, sorry, sorry to cut you off. They've basically uh, said that they are targeting high-end hobbyist PC gamers with this. They've been saying that for about three years, but yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I I, I just think that needs to be emphasised because I don't think people realise like quite the sort of specs that are needed for this and a lot of people sort of see the rift as just like this thing you're going to buy it's just going to work but mm. you know you do need some grunt but, but that, to run it you know that's th- right with the developer side of things but it it's also it's a requirement for people that are buying any device for any pc that they check that their shit can run it before they spend potentially hundreds of pounds slash dollars on something that might not and I suspect yeah. all of us have at some point looked at something shiny, bought it, and then realised, fuck, that's not going to work in my PC, and then spent substantially more money upgrading your PC to justify the tiny little thing you've bought that you don't want to be beaten by. But I've got a friend who's done that. I guess. Um, uh, I think people have a responsibility to check that it's going to work, and Oculus have fulfilled their side of that responsibility by saying, look, this is the shit you need to get the recommended experience. I agree with you that it's kind of a, it's a high-end and possibly, it's not elitist, it's not <clears throat> master race, for want of a better term, but it is, it's the higher-end PC. It might be the mid-end PC by March next year, um, if mm. 970s ever come down in price. Why would they now? They can leave them at 280, <laughs> 300 in the UK, because anybody who wants a Rift is going to be buying one. Um, the 290 is a, like 80 quid cheaper which is good but I don't really want an AMD thing however um, no hair works for you I've, yeah, otherwise exactly. <laughs> that, maybe that would cure all my anger in last week's show or next week's show whichever way the, <laughs> whichever way it goes out 
no idea. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it was always going to be a high spec system to run it at first. That was that's. I don't think that was uh, that was really a surprise for for anyone really. Um, but it's. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. It's it's like anything else. There's always a a slightly. You know, when when some anything's new, it's always a little bit harder to get into, isn't it? It's not like it, it's, it's not like first, um, it's, you know the first TVs were affordable no, to it, everyone when they first it, came it's out. It's the first the iteration of this version of VR. Uh, I think somebody else will get mm. to market first. Uh, the the gear one of the Gear VRs, I'm sure, will be out of developer version or whatever they call it. What do they call it? Uh, innovator edition. They'll drop the innovator yeah. tag before the Rift comes out. Uh, I think for a more consumer version, a more consumer VR experience, I think the more project, the Morpheus for the PS4 will be the thing that most people use. Um, mm. I think it will be easier to get into. I think Sony have thrown enough money at the VR experiences, at least based on feedback from the Silicon Valley VR thing last week, that mm. those the Morpheus experiences were the ones that were more polished and felt like the best things you could do. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what I think it is as well? Like this, this um, a big thing about what's happened with VR over the last two years is that like you've kind of seen that like the limits of VR are actually its strengths. Like it's essentially having to write for VR is is the best way around. Like before before this whole thing happened, we all just thought, yeah, you're going to port Call of Duty into VR and it'd be amazing. And then as soon as we started you know, trying stuff out, we realised that's the worst idea ever. And the Morpheus is, you know, the, the sorry, the, the the Sony's limits are going to be at strengths in that regards because it's going to mean that people will only make four VR experiences for the Morpheus. Yeah. Um, you, like, if you're an indie developer working for PC, there's there may be a a, a temptation to make a Rift version of your yeah your fps or whatever you're making just because you can if you you know if you, if you're working in unity it's not hard to get a, a camera in there and get it functioning in vr but what what i'm what i'm trying to get at is that i think you're going to get in the first few years of vr you you're going to get people putting vr support into their apps just because they can and just because you know there's this kind of new niche yeah. audience that's arrived but we're in this with the PlayStation, because it's harder to reach those kind of magic specs that are necessary for for, for, for VR, you know, the high frame rate, etc. I think you're going to get completely tailored experiences for it, and think that's what's what the what the you know people who have been experiences that these demos have been seeing is that they they're perfect VR only experiences, yeah. things that would probably be very boring if you just gave someone a controller and a meat space screen to play them on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that like I think that the the Morpheus's strengths are basically its weaknesses. It's because they'll have to make things specially for it, and I think that's a, that's a totally a good thing. It's, per, it's a hundred percent a good thing. Yeah. Well, when you see like uh, there's news that like companies like Ubisoft and Sony are like setting up uh, these studios specifically for uh, the Morpheus, I can totally imagine because um, they've got such a big install base Sony already and if all they're asking people to do is like buy this extra thing like like they did with for example Kinect for the Xbox um, as long as they're like sort of in that in that kind of price point and they say look we've got Assassin's Creed experience that's VR <laughs> you know a Watch Dogs thing that's VR you know it's that big branding and like marketing that I think is going to kind of win people over and but, you know be interesting to see if what they do as is that, Pat, so they can't 
just VRIs, watchdogs. They have to. They have to. No, no. It will be. It, yeah. It. Will, sorry. I know what you're saying. It will be a specific VR yeah. version of yeah. that. Mm. You know, it'll be like the Animus experience. That was the real awesome. Animus experience. You know. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how they'll market it because mm. that they they're already going that. You know that the the fiction supports yeah. VR. Yeah. So yeah. Well, of yeah, course, it yeah. would be Assassin's Creed. Absolutely. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, well, I mean, both yeah. of the franchises, really. And yeah, you're right. Like, they've, you, Ubisoft have got some strong franchises to use uh, in VR. But I do think, even though I'm really excited to see what like these AAA sort of releases are going to be, like, I still think that for a long time now, it's and, and probably for quite a while into the future, I think it's it is going to be indie as as you know the the kind of where you're going to get the most interesting stuff in VR. Um, that, that, because of it's just it's such an experimental medium at the moment, and y- Ubisoft can't afford to take massive risks and do something that's really quirky and, and interesting. I don't when think. was the last time they did that? Nineteen uh, something. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I, yeah, I. I also think it'll be a while before we see VR's killer app as well. I think it's going yeah. to be a we're going to have to get well out of the phase of thinking about oh I could put VR in this we need to get like way beyond that before you see something that comes out yeah. that's just like wow snap that is a VR game that's this is something that just could not exist anywhere else um, because I, I I just have no idea what that thing's going to be and when you do I'll do the scripting for you mate <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah we've got some uh other news regarding uh like just software support uh middleware uh first of all ue4 now supports steam vr which i guess is nice yep. mm-hmm. um that's just great i guess as far as porting things between <laughs> different Go on, Rob, i don't know <laughs> no i don't know why is that good then uh it's good because SteamVR has the possibility to normalise all of the code that everybody writes, all the way people do shit. If SteamVR, hopefully, can be this thing that everybody else writes for and then SteamVR just works with magical devices, that would be fantastic. Because at the moment there are so many different devices coming out. As a developer, yeah. you, want, you want to write one thing once and that works with everything. <clears throat> In other words, being able to run... The Vive and the Oculus Rift on the same through the same yes, system and everything else. So and everything else. If Steam VR does it or OS VR does it, somebody if somebody could do it, that would be extremely useful for developers. So Steam quite well respected, unless you're did, a modder for Skyrim, perhaps. Um, did Did you know <laughs> there's there's a there's a whole community in that I, I know I haven't tried this myself, but. There's people using Google Cardboard and a streaming app, and basically they're just running Steam games um, with Tridef, which is what I use for running stuff on the 3D yeah. TV, getting like a side-by-side version of whatever 3D game they're playing and streaming it to their like Android phones and into in, a, in cardboard. So they're basically making wow. these very, very high latency wireless VR headsets. Um, there is there is software you can get that will do that for you. Uh, I will... Uh, try Zen or something. We had a new HMD at work, one of the gazillion we've had at work recently, and 
it, it, it so it's many. just a it's just a cardboard it's a plastic cardboard basically as so many of them mm. are uh, but it uses it streams whatever's on your screen basically to the device using this software on your phone so you oh, have right, yeah. you have a, the software running on your PC and the software running on your phone and it just streams it to your phone and that's soft- so it's like virtual desktop but yes. to your phone so you can play you can get oh, games wow. running VR games that you're playing on your desktop and then you look at them or control them with the Android device. And that, and that's freely hmm. available and I'll try and remember that when we're not trying to get through a big list of... Things. I think that's the thing I'm talking about, okay. to be fair. I think that's, the, yeah. that's the, the thing they're using. But yeah, it's it's interesting how there's, there's, just, there's just so many... There's already just so many different sides to it, so many uses and people finding different ways of using it. Like I was playing uh, The Witcher in, in VR... <laughs> um, doing it, doing it that same way. Like, so I made it 3D. I'd been playing it on my TV yeah. in 3D, um, and I, yeah, just post, put it in virtual desktop. And then I had essentially like a 3D uh, cube map of like this beautiful kind of meadow at sunset. And I just had that as the background <laughs> behind me, and I was just playing The Witcher on like an IMAX oh, screen, cool. just yeah, in yeah. front of me. Um, was it? But yeah, was like, it like so you... many, Sorry, so was many it like weird, you... quirky ways of using it? Sorry, Rob. Yeah. I was just saying, how was so you're playing a third person game in VR? Yeah, oh, third person stuff works yeah. really well in VR, like incredibly well. Like okay. that's um, that's why um, Lucky's Tales being made. It, like uh, loads of the things I play on Gear VR are third person platformers or um, sort of roguelikes <coughs> where you're controlling a little character. I it suppose works. you're just like you're just like floating around I guess behind them but it just it's feels that much more real it's normally not floating cameras as much although it was when I played because I, I played bits of Skyrim like that as well um, just like over the the shoulder of the character and you can like look all around you and stuff it's, it's actually a really good way of playing those sort of games because you don't have to control the camera manually anymore you don't have to use your thumb to con- move the camera around you just look around it's a way yeah. more sort of natural way of doing it, and in in uh, Lucky's Tale, they they use it um, in game mechanics as well. So you use it to aim at things. So he has like a projectile weapon, and you can aim at targets with your just with your 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 head, and then you can fire from the third person character. So yeah, like third person stuff works really well. Um, cool. Yeah, I look forward to experimenting with that. This has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with NotListening.co.uk. Uh, you can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. <coughs> and if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Uh, also, I just wanted to point out uh, that our soundtrack is now being done by Miracle of Sound. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, Gav, for letting thanks, us use Gav. your music. You, Gav. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See, See ya. Oh, no booty. My friend, I'm in front to agree, cause I suck. I suck at Call of Duty. There's no hope for me. I suck at Call of Duty. Coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just gotta turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Go!
Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.